Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. Thank you so much for joining us on this special edition of the Good Fight Radio Show. With me today, a special guest, Ralph Streen, who's going to be talking a lot about not only a film he's already done that is really a masterpiece, I really do believe it is, but also an upcoming film that we're going to be talking with him about. And we're so excited to welcome Ralph Streen to the Good Fight Radio Show. Hey, I'm so glad to be here. You know, you've actually seen my film. And what's funny is when I do interviews with people who still haven't, but they don't want to admit it. (laughs) So kudos. You already got some big points there. That's great. (laughs) Well, that's good because, you know, it's funny because I didn't know who you were, um, you know, when I had first heard of the movie. But I believe it was Ray Comfort who had shared about it. And so at that time, I donated to whatever whatever page he had posted. I was like, man, we need more like this. I came out of atheism, and I didn't know the Lord growing up. And then to, I had a, a nominal background of a Christian faith. Basically, I grew up in America, so I'm supposed to be Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it wasn't until I gave my life to Christ that I said, wow, I really want to know the evidences and so forth. So I started looking at the information at hand. And this stuff was really important to me, specifically the creation and how everything started and some of the questions that I had growing up. And then when those doubts creep in alongside your sin that you're wanting to practice at that younger Mm -hmm. age, Mm -hmm. a lot of times those doubts get really, really big. And so it's really, really important to me to have ministries on that care about the truth of the gospel, that care about lifting up God's word where it should be in our hearts at the highest point of authority. And so it's great to have you on. And so I guess before we even start talking about some of these amazing films, and I'm excited for the new one, obviously I haven't seen that because that doesn't come out for another year, but I know you just finished filming and I don't want to, you know, bury the lead there just yet. I'd love to hear how you ended up coming to Christ, Ralph. Oh yeah. Well, so similar to you, um, I know that my parents might, you know, not agree with me if they saw this interview. Um, But uh, now that I'm a staunch, strong Christian, um, I would say that uh, I also didn't really have a super Christian upbringing. I I also was sort of that you're born in America, so you're automatically a Christian thing. But I didn't really have a relationship with Christ. I didn't read the word. I didn't care about any of that stuff. Um, I I would, you know, pay lip service uh, to Jesus and the Bible. And um, then around, oh, I'd say, uh, 2003, 2004, I was uh, dating a girl, and we were uh, not doing things the, the biblical way. Uh, she got pregnant, uh, and then she wanted to have an abortion. And at first, I was against it. And uh, then after several weeks of uh, the Satan wearing me down, I gave in to my shame and uh, went along with it. And after uh, the abortion, uh, it absolutely destroyed me. Uh, and then I uh, came uh, to the Lord and repented and said, I, I can't live this way anymore if the way I live is going to cost a precious child their life. 
Um, and uh, so uh, that is my uh, sad part of my testimony, but um, God um, picked me up, dusted me off. I started reading uh, scripture, um, got baptized, um, and started uh, the beginning uh, process of my relationship with Jesus. Um, and uh, I was uh at that point, I, I was working at uh, EA Sports, the video game company, um, and I left there. I worked for Lockheed Martin, and then I worked for um, Disney, and it was when I was at Disney that it just started chipping away at me that I was using my talents um, for purposes that weren't benefiting the kingdom at all. Uh, and so um, there I was uh, in celebration in Orlando, which is this beautiful Disney created town. Uh, it's literally a town like a Disney town. And uh, I was working in this beautiful building and I was making six figures and I was happy in terms of my career and I was miserable in my spirit. And I knew that uh, I needed to use my talent for the Lord. Uh, so I quit. Um, and uh, I, I, I you know, basically just started from scratch with a salary about maybe a half to a third of what I was making and said, all right, Lord, I'm going to start working for you now and you're going to have to make this all work. And he did. And uh, here I am. Uh, boy, I guess now it's been maybe 15 years, um, you know, maybe 14 or 15. And uh, uh, he has provided every step of the way. Uh, my wife and I were just talking um, a few months ago about how amazing it is that anyone, me, you, anyone watching, could just quit their job and trust in the Lord and say, God, I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to work for you full time. And I'm just going to count on you that you're going to provide for me. And he will make a way. It's it's incredible. And that's all he's been doing ever since. We did a crowdfunder for the first film that you had mentioned that we'll get into in a little bit here. And God made that happen. And a crowdfunder for the uh, Christian sci-fi series that I'm still working on. And then uh, a crowdfunder that we're doing right now uh, for the Ark in the Darkness movie. And every step of the way, God just provides. So it's just been an incredible journey that God has put me on. No, I think that is amazing. And it's so cool, man, to to just talk about these things because really I love hearing people's testimony. And typically at Good Fight Radio Show, when we start an interview, we want people to know how people came to Christ because they really are trophies of God's grace, you know, that, that mm. God would save us. You know, and you mentioned obviously, you know, something terrible, uh, you know, when it comes to an abortion. And, you know, I, I've even listened to other interviews you've done where you've talked about how crazy it is that we live in a society where over 50% of people uh, would vote for that to be legal, for for it mm -hmm. to be legal to dismember a child in its mother's womb and then put it in a bag and throw it away or sell the parts, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, it's important for us to to also see this because, you know, it doesn't end there in recognizing the condemning, the wicked practice, but also the grace that God even gives us uh, as you're, at once again, a trophy of his grace. So I, I love to hear that. And I love people to see that because I think it gives us a good place to kind of start from in terms of how you got started down this road as well when it comes to creation. And Genesis, Paradise Lost, this is a film clearly about creation. So how did you kind of get into this sphere? Because it is different because plenty of apologists and so forth, they, oh, well, I don't care about that. They just leave it on the side. It's not a big deal to me. Let's just deal with the resurrection or, you know, I deal with Islam or whatever it is. 
So what was it that brought you into this sphere that said, no, this is important to be getting these videos out, a visualization with proper commentary in order to bring people to know Christ? You know, so it was, um, I was already saved after, um, you know, the, the testimony experience that I shared with you. Um, and it was maybe about two or three years after that point that um, my friend Titus had handed me a disc. Um, and uh, that disc had uh, creation materials on it. And at 26 years old, uh, circa 2006-ish, I think, um, it's the first time I'd ever heard of anything like that, right? I had grown up, I'd gone to secular schools, um, and uh, creationism is just, not only is it not mentioned, but I mean, like, I I literally had no idea that this even existed. I'll say on a side note, too, by the way, that it, I think it was, it was exactly at that same time that someone else handed me some DVDs of Joe's um, They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll or Hell's Bells or something like it that. Was, they Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it was around this time that, it, you know, 15 years ago that I was just consuming voraciously all this stuff like, what? what uh, you mean like – evolution's not true and oh my gosh there's like this demonic realm that is like you know controlling celebrities and musicians to you know peddle their evil toward to, to the masses you know i mean it was just like to go from like you are, are probably familiar with this to go from no, I wouldn't say an atheistic mindset. I was a theistic evolutionist, meaning that I believed in God, but I accepted the science that the schools had taught me, that evolution is true. So somehow God used evolution. Um, and, you know, I, it was blowing my mind to be able to watch all these creation materials. And I instantly knew that, wow, I mean, if I could take this to my friends, and help my friends to to see that the Bible is true. It's historically and scientifically true. Maybe I can help them to come to Christ. But unfortunately, so many people like them are, they can't get to, to well, I shouldn't say they can't. They still can get to Christ, but they will intellectually refuse to do so because they first can't get past the hurdle of the Bible ha having been, in their minds, already proven false. They think that the Bible is not scientifically uh, accurate or historically accurate, and so why should they believe in any of the rest of it, uh, including Jesus? Um, so if you can't get people, um, again, maybe caveat here, yes, you can still get people there if they have um, you know, the Holy Spirit and experience that happens with them, kind of maybe much like me, maybe they have something like that, but it, purely on an intellectual level, you really can't get people um, there if you can't get them past go. And what I mean by that is if you flip open, you know, the Bible right there in Genesis chapter one on the first page, you're either going to accept it or you're not. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And, you know, on that note, what's so fascinating is that right there in the first chapter of Genesis, um, you've got God telling you that he created, you know, the entire universe, the earth. He made man and woman. He made them binary, male and female. It tells you that the uh, trees bring forth after their own kind. The animals bring forth after their own kind. The people do. Everything does. I remember when I was first even reading that um, back in 2005, around this time that I got those DVDs, I was thinking, boy, you know, this is like genealogy. Why does God keep repeating himself over and over again? I get it. I get it. Everything 
brought forth after its kind. Right, right. You know, and I don't mean to say that in a way where I'm mocking God, but I was just like, why does he keep repeating that? And then one day after these materials, it had dawned on me. Wow. God is telling you right there, virtually on the first page of the Bible, that evolution's false. That the science that we've been taught for 150 years is a complete joke. That everything can only bring forth after its own kind. It can't go from one kind to the next kind, like evolution says. It's almost like God knew that the biggest um, deterrent for people to believe the word in the future was going to be evolution. And he refutes it right there on the first page of the Bible. Um, so, you know, other things too, like I said, for example, gender being binary and things like that. Um, it's just amazing. And so I just knew that, okay, God, you've given me a whole bunch of talent and I feel like I've got a trajectory now because before I just knew I wanted to serve him. I just didn't know how. So now I have, you know, the know-how and I have the tra trajectory that he put me on. Um, so that's kind of it in a nutshell. And here I am 15 years later and I, it's just amazingly blessed. It's almost, you wake up and you get out of bed sometimes and you're like, I can't even believe this is real. <laughs> I, I mean, like I thought that I, 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 I said to the Lord one time, I'd like to make movies and I kind of gave up on it, you know, and, and I don't know if it's one of those things where maybe because you gave it up, God gave it back to you, but here <laughs> I am making movies and you know, it, it's just been incredible. You know, it's, it is so weird hearing your testimony. And I only say it's weird because, you know, you're talking about 2006. It was 2009 for me. And it's so funny because you said you got, they sold their souls to rock and roll. For me, I was, I watched and it had just come out, Expelled, No Intelligence Allowed. And that was the first yeah. time after had been converting to atheism. That was the first time where I had so many doubts about my new atheistic belief that I had had. And I was like, man, this is really a struggle for me. I didn't get saved. There's no gospel message in there. But I was like, man, I, I really have a struggle believing, you know, this idea that I have been purporting to other people even and, and believing in my own mind. And then it was a friend. He shared the good person test with me, which we'll be talking a little bit about uh, Ray Comfort because he's in the film that you had made as well. And then a friend gave me, they sold their souls to rock and roll. And then I watched it and recognized the spiritual reality. That So it's so funny. And then I gave my life to Christ. I heard the words in uh, Matthew 12, 30. He was not with me, is against me. I knew Jesus was real. I knew he died for me. And I recognized I needed to give my life to him. And it's so cool to hear that from you and to just be like, wow, it's it's cool to have a little bit of a recycling uh, of it. Uh, and it happened to you, you know, a few years prior at least at least in sanctification as well but but nonetheless I'll also ps too that that's the reason we put the gospel in our film is it, no intelligence allowed didn't have that like you said and so we actually even made sure that terry mortensen we we put we took the part that he said which is so wonderful he said what good does it do for you to bring people to an intelligent designer and leave them there and mm -hmm. and and not finish and bring them to christ right so we wanted to make sure in our first movie that we had a great gospel presentation just like we're going to do in our upcoming one too no, I love that. And and that's the same thing we try to do here. You know, we have all these exposés and so forth, but the whole reason we're doing this is so people will come to Christ. I mean, it's yes. great information, <laughs> but, you know, uh, at the that's end of the, the day. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, we were talking. I was talking uh, a little bit ago with with an apologist, and we were talking about the Kalam cosmological argument. Everything that begins to exist have a cause. The universe began to exist, therefore, the universe has a cause. And I said, you know, that was actually from a Muslim who kind of uh, came up with that. So it only gets you so far. We need to get it mm-hmm. back to the gospel, and that's what I love with Genesis, Paradise, Loss. And we're actually, we're going to take a look right now before we start talking about it too much. I'd love for you just to see a little bit of the trailer because you're going to see some of the work of Ralph Streen and then we're going to get into it because this is a great evangelistic tool. And instead of me just selling it to you with my voice, hope you guys can see just a little bit, a short clip of some of the visuals as well. Over a hundred and fifty years, one convincing lie has prevented billions from knowing the truth. The truth about who they are. The truth about why they're here. Most important, the truth about who created them. Really, we only have two possibilities. We just happened, or somebody made us. I was really taught that there was a big bang. There was millions of years. Man slowly evolved. Evolution has a lot of unintended consequences that I'm not sure everyone's thought about. You have no meaning. There's no reason for you to exist. When you start buying into evolution, you've opened a door to say you don't have to trust the Bible completely. Evolution in millions of years is the greatest myth ever forced on the minds of men. It's not science versus religion. It's a worldview clash. Explore the evidence. Wow, bro. I am so excited for those. And I know this, you know, it came out in 2017, I believe. And I know there's there's plenty of people that are probably seeing this for the first time in terms of the first time they've seen it. And now you're the guy doing the visual stuff, right? And, and yes. it's such an incredible piece for people to see. And I, I just want to get, I know you talked a little bit about your background in Disney and so forth, but to be able to use those talents to be able to showcase God's glory in this manner. I just think it's so awesome, bro. And and I am so encouraged by it and just could not imagine. I mean, I, you know, I always make fun of myself because I'm so not the artist. Uh, you know, my <laughs> daughter, my four-year-old still does better drawings than myself. 
But to watch these th- this film and to see some of the work that went behind it, it's no wonder it takes years for you to finish these things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's a whole thing right there. I have people writing me all the time, like, when is this thing going to be finished? And as much as I sympathize with them, it's like, ah, oh, you don't understand. Like, I don't know why, but f- for some reason, I- I'm not going to blame God here, but there just aren't too many Christians who are doing this stuff. I- I'm looking around me, at least at least on a, on a film quality level. Um, I just don't have much help. So I just literally have to kind of just do it like one thing at a time and work on this and then work on the next thing. And then, you know, and then sooner or later a film comes out by God's grace. But um, yeah, you know, you were saying before about the documentary, having the interviews and the visuals and stuff. Um, When I wanted to do film originally, I was very much thinking that it would be narrative, it would be fictional. Uh, And then as soon as I got the information, um, the creation DVDs and whatnot, it was just like, you know what, there's no point. Um, in really doing a strictly um, fictional narrative piece if I can share so much of this amazing information, which probably segues really well into why I'm making another film, the ARC movie. Uh, you know, we uh, there's so much left after Genesis that I never covered. And furthermore, there is so much even beyond. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, um, you know, about, you know, part two, Genesis part two. Well, this is not part two. This goes well beyond that. Um, I'm really going to try to cover from the creation really all the way to the return. And, you know, I'm going to in- inject much like the Genesis movie um, interviews, go over the science, go over the history. I mean, these guys, we have like top notch PhDs. We have 11 of them. Um, Tim Chafee will be one by the time the film ends. That's pretty fun, too. He's in there. You know, there's just, to me, there's no point in in spending three, four, five plus years of my life putting together a a piece that's fictional. God bless the people who want to do that. I'm friends with the Kendricks. I love those guys. They're (laughs) some of my favorites. I mean, not just filmmakers, but I mean, like, they're genuinely awesome believers. Um, They're willing to help you out, willing to, and and very encouraging but they love to make the fictional stuff and i'm i'm just sitting here thinking god has just equipped me to just i i just want to like shotgun the facts on people and that's what genesis did some people kind of uh, said it was like a train of facts you know coming by and they had to kind of watch it two or three times and i'm like great and they're like yeah it is kind of it's awesome you know and then uh the arc movie is going to be pretty much uh, the the same type of structure i just feel like we don't have a lot of time guys you know like you know look what's happening in the world around us right now you know god is using this whole situation we're in you know to really not only uh, wake us up to how evangelistic we need to become, but also I've got people all the time coming to me saying, man, in light of what's going on around us, God's, you know, been getting me to start reading the Bible. And I'm like, well, wait, do you see this movie that's coming out too? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome. And, and that's a huge thing for us too. You know, you talk about, you know, the urgencies of the, the urgency of the time that we're in and all the things that are going on. I mean, how many people, I know for, for us, we do a lot of street evangelism and going out and especially in the heart of COVID when people were just finally kind of getting out there, hopefully this video doesn't get marked down because of it, but when people <laughs> were just, uh, just going out, you know, we would try to go out and share the gospel. We'd have this, you know, mask on our face. We'd be trying to give a gospel track. We're in California. So if you're in <laughs> Florida or Texas, 
we came out there for evangelism it was a lot easier. Um, but I bet. <laughs> trying to hand out tracks and do stuff, and people are like, you know, you're handing me SARS, you know, <laughs> like, I, and I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. And I was like, wow, I took for granted how easy it was. To, hey, let's go Friday night. Let's yep. just go out. Now we're getting to see that a lot more. But mm-hmm. I remember we also went out to Costa Rica and did a, a mission trip. And when I got back home, the mandate had been left uh, or the mandate had oh, been wow. lifted here. And I went to the store and I'm like, man, I forgot. I like seeing people smile. Like it's, it's nice <laughs> seeing people. And I was like, you know what though? It is sad because it's, there's going to come a time. We read our Bibles. We believe what it says. Um, the world is, it's not cyclical, which what people, you know, some of the, you know, the, the ancient gods and what is thought of today as well. There's nothing new under the sun. We recognize there's a culmination that's going to take place that Jesus Christ is returning. And I do love that your next film uh, goes all the way to there. I think that's amazing. I can't wait to get into that. But I want to talk just a little bit longer on Genesis Paradise Lost because you did have a number of just amazing presenters. I think the narrator is Vody Bauckham on yeah. there. <laughs> and you had Ray Comfort on there, obviously Ken Ham, Dr. Danny Faulkner. I mean, some of the, a lot of these guys we've interviewed on our show as well. You know, we consider friends of the ministry, a number of them. But, you know, some of the presenters, I mean, just amazing how many presenters of truth and how how long did it take? As you were already talking about the time it takes to do this, you're like, I can't do fiction, man. I, I got to do all these interviews. I got to get information. <laughs> I'm right on there with you, bro. I talk about this with my wife. I'm like, I can't read fiction books. I need theology. I need Bible. Right. I, I, I can't do it. So we're in the same wavelength here, brother. And I could not agree more. But, man, some of these interviews, that's got to take time. I know how it is. To get all those interviews together and then put it together, I mean, some just some of the process behind getting these guys behind the project and getting them involved. Oh yeah, it, it, it's a big deal. This time I'm working with uh, D- Dr. Dan Biddle, um, and he has God has gifted this man with an amazing um, apologetic ministry. He has gone and just dug down deep into the science and history behind you know uh, the flood and uh, other <clears throat> things, and he has compacted them all into just this wonderful distilled information. And so this new film is going to um basically exploit that stuff in the best way and we're going to absolutely blast people with the mostly uh flood evidence um that's obviously why the film is called the ark and the darkness and it centers around the flood um we really believe that you know the greatest evidence on planet earth right now to prove that the bible is true scientifically and historically is the flood look around you Every single continent has mass erosion features. What? How does the Ice Age play into that also, for example, right? I mean, the entire globe covered in water today uh, and at one point was covered in ice. I mean, we have easy, natural biblical explanations for all these things. And in fact, it's the biblical explanation, which is the only one that makes any sense of all of it. So we're going to have that in there, and we're going to then uh, wrap it all around with the speakers, expert scientists, some of them overlapping from my Genesis film, some brand new ones. I mean, not brand new, obviously, to <laughs> their their field of expertise, but at least to to my, my film repertoire. And uh, they are going – I mean, we already filmed it. We've seen everything that they're saying, and we're just like, oh, we can't wait to edit this, which ties into your question. You know, like it takes forever. Uh, 
but God is good. He blessed the first film. I've got a wonderful um, editor uh, who works with me, uh, and we're going to go through this and you know spend the next year basically piecing together how they can all create this narrative structure of the film to take you from creation to the uh, fall, to the pre-flood world, to the flood, to the post-flood world, and then finally to the next judgment that's coming. And that's a real important thing. We want people to understand that there's a judgment coming as Christians, right? And we have this wonderful and even, dare I say, horrific example of a previous judgment, which was <laughs> the flood. And you, how often do you actually hear people tie in the judgment of the flood in their gospel presentation? You really don't often, do you? And I'm not saying it's entirely necessary. You can get people to the Lord in a lot of different ways, but being able to use what God left as this massive evidence around the world to remind you of his previous judgment, wow, what an incredible tool, right? So that's what this film is is essentially going to do at its core. And then there's a lot of extra peripheral stuff that's just fantastic, too, to contextualize everything. It'll take us about a year and a half or so to be able to put it all together. But praise God, it's already shot. We have got, because of the Quantum series I'm working on, we've got a lot of stuff in the can. We've got... um amazing digital effects, photo reel stuff. We'll be able to take people right into the pre-flood world and get into one of the other things that I also want to really make sure that the film conveys correctly, which I haven't seen done, which is if you watch that uh, disaster of a movie, uh, Noah, that came back out in 2014. Yeah, you're already laughing. You've you've probably seen it. Um, it's, um, It's just disgraceful because the way that they present Noah, God, and the wicked people of the world who God judged is antithetical to reality. Uh, you've got sequences that actually make you sympathize and feel bad for the unbeliever. I mean, wow, why, why did that nasty man Noah not let them in his boat? You know, those poor, poor people. And the reality is, from what we understand from Scripture, the pre-flood world was vile. And men and women were doing nothing but thinking evil and doing evil continually. I mean, all of their thoughts were of wickedness, whether it was murder or sexual immorality or scheming against each other, stealing and thieving, anything you can think of. Um, and pagan, uh, you know, idol worship was was. At, at a level that we probably could barely even comprehend, although I would say that today we're, we're certainly getting there really quick. Um, and what we want to do in this film is help people to have a biblical perspective. God judged a wicked, wicked world. You're going to see in this film that God got to a point where he had no choice. I mean, you know, I, if anything, when people walk away from this film especially with the opening i can't share it yet i can't even tease it yet but we have a magnificent opening to the film that sets the tone for it and by the time you even get to the midway point of this film you are absolutely going to understand and fully sympathize with why god judged the world the first time and then by the time you get to the end of the film you're going to realize why he has to judge it again and why you need to be under the blood of jesus christ before that happens so that's really uh it in a nutshell (laughs) no i I think that that is so vitally important you know we i mean recognize so clearly i mean 
We did two videos on debunking some of the nonsense from that film and some of the statements made by uh, Russell Crowe and so forth yeah. about how terrible <laughs> God is and, and everything. In fact, I wrote a track for that, and we took our youth group out and handed it out at the premiere of the movie <laughs> oh, uh, nice. when it came out, uh, you know, because who is Noah? And we went through that, the fact that, That's you know, they're pretty clever, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're hard Infiltration. For- yeah. Amen. We get out there, man. We go share the gospel, you know, and it was, it's a, it's a pretty heartbreaking thing that people really need to understand too. And I love the fact that you're also bringing in the recognition of the judgment that's coming because so many people want to push that aside. And it's almost like, do you not realize this is a gospel issue? Do you not realize that part of the helmet of salvation is the recognition of his second coming. And when we look at what takes place, according to second Thessalonians chapter one, he's going to deal out retribution. How would you, I mean, if, if anyone's going to tell me something, you know, and, and say, you know, Chad, I, this is so awesome. You could have all these glorious things. It's going to be so wonderful. Even as a non-believer, like that sounds really good. Yeah. I'd really like to have that, but I'd like to work myself and, and really get that. But when you actually know, no, you're drinking poison, like you're going, you're actually drinking poison and you're going to die because of it. And, uh, you know, I just don't understand why that's not the message we're not conveying to people. There's something going to happen and it's not going to be pretty for those who don't have the, the blood of the Passover lamb, the true Passover lamb mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ over their heart. So I think this is so important. And I guess right while we're in the midst of talking, about it, I think it'd be a great time for them to see a little bit of your, your campaign. This is actually on your Indiegogo, um, your campaign to try to raise funds for the film. And this is a longer trailer, but we thought it's it's great. And it's you talking over it so people can really get a, a good grasp just on this clip that we're going to play, just what this film is really about and, and also how they can help. Sevenfold Films, the ministry behind the award-winning film Genesis Paradise Lost, has joined with Genesis Apologetics, one of the leading ministries in flood research, to bring you a new film that will forever change the way the world looks at the legendary flood of Noah. The Ark and the Darkness We don't know how much longer we can openly proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, so we're inviting you in this late hour of history to join us in creating one of the most powerful evangelistic tools ever produced. We ask that you help us fund this film before time runs out. Back in 2014, in the early days of indie film crowdfunding, I ended a successful campaign by God's grace to create the first documentary in history to show the creation account from the Bible, as well as give incredible evidence and arguments as to how and why the Bible is historically and scientifically true. The movie was released in theaters and went on to receive many major awards, again by God's grace. It has been an incredible evangelistic tool to help to convince the lost of their need for a savior. And many of you watching this, in fact, helped me make that film a reality. I said back then that the number one reason why lost people don't believe the Bible is because they believe it's been scientifically and historically debunked. So I set out to prove that indeed the opposite was true. Now, in 2021, I will make a similar claim. That some of the greatest evidence to prove the Bible is true is the aftermath of Noah's flood 
a belief shared with my dear brothers at the ministry Genesis Apologetics, who I'm joining forces with to produce this epic new film. The Ark and the Darkness will be an extraordinary film, covering the creation account, the fall, the pre-flood world, and it will dive deep into the judgment event that was the flood, as well as take you to the post-flood world, beginning at Babel, and ultimately go through today and into the future, informing the viewer of yet another coming judgment and how they can escape God's judgment through Jesus Christ alone. We are throwing everything in the kitchen sink into this film as if it's our last opportunity. We will be utilizing all of the accumulated resources from all previous productions, as well as the great work from Genesis Apologetics and their years of expert research on the flood and much more. Our hope and prayer is that this film can single-handedly take an unbeliever from wherever they are and bring them all the way to the cross. While there is still time to share these kinds of powerful presentations to our lost friends and family. To our brothers and sisters in Christ who choose to support this film, I've saved the best news for the end. Genesis Apologetics and I have agreed to release this film to the public absolutely free, immediately following its release from theaters. Both of our ministries had it mutually pressed upon our hearts from the Lord from the very outset that we want this film to have maximum outreach. To put it simply, money is not our goal. There will be no paywall to stop the message of this film from going anywhere and everywhere. So the gospel can go forth to all the nations. We're asking you to help us fund the parts of this film that we have yet to raise money for. Your donation will be tax deductible I'm also very thankful to say to my Quantum supporters that your patience is now paying off greatly and that we'll be producing two epic productions instead of just one. We simply need the extra financial support to help us film the speakers at the Ark Encounter, hire the musical artists, and to pay for the remaining digital assets we need as well as other miscellaneous expenses. The Ark in the Darkness will be another incredible Christian film production that is worthy of your attention, your time, and your support. Please help us to fund this critical film here in these last days as our way of being God's good servants who are busy about His business right up until our Lord's return. There is a tale over 4,000 years old preserved in ancient writings and legends, found in every major continent and culture. Many thought it was only a myth, but recent discoveries reveal the truth is more terrifying than fiction. From the director of Genesis Paradise Lost, Sevenfold Films and Genesis Apologetics present The Ark and the Darkness Coming soon to theaters Well, praise God, man. I am so excited that you are doing this and I'm hoping that people 
feel an unction and say, you know what, I want to provide for something like this. There's no reason not to. And to be able to, to put forth a couple dollars here and there to say, hey, you know, I want to see this project continue to go forward. Obviously, you're pouring your heart your heart out to it. You know, before the interview started, we were talking for a little bit and you said, I believe you just flew back home from filming. <laughs> just so people can get an idea about the kind of work you guys been, you have all been putting into this film. Oh yeah, uh, we we got back yesterday. We it's just so grueling. It's worth it, of course. But I mean, you know, when you're dealing with um, like the museum or the Ark Encounter at AIG, that was our first shoot a month ago. You ha you can't shoot in the middle of the day. People are there, so they're gracious enough to let us come in at nighttime after after everyone leaves. And then we have to shoot not one but two speakers. It takes four or five hours of setup for each speaker. So we're shooting until four or five a.m. In, in the morning and, and AIG speakers were so kind to us to sit there sometimes at two and three in the morning, you know, when they're usually like long since asleep, you know, and they're having to bring their A game and they're, you know, get they're answering all these, uh, you know, technical Bible questions. I mean, they really did exceptional. And the same thing with the Liberty and all the speakers that we just had uh, this last week show up there too. Um, we went all over the campus. We found all sorts of great places to shoot. And um, those guys really knocked out of the park as well. And, um, you know, it's now that the next, uh, you know, step in the process is we take all of that interview footage. And I mean, it's hours and hours and hours of stuff times multiple different cameras. And then we you know, transcribe it. That takes like a good couple of weeks. And we force ourselves, by the way, to transcribe it. We don't feed it through AI because we want to familiarize ourselves with every word that they said. And then we can go in like the Genesis movie. And in our minds, we start to form a narrative. Me and my editor bounce things off of each other. And we start to mold this thing to the point where all the experts are literally finishing each other's sentences. And they're going to be able to expertly break down exactly why the Bible is scientifically and historically true. And then after that point, we go in and we augment and supplement with all sorts of incredible visuals, visual effect, cutaway scenes and things like that, that'll actually show, I don't know if you remember or not, but Genesis had the same thing where we had like an archive room. This one, we're going to have something similar where we have these almost holographic uh, digital pr uh, projections of the information you're seeing. And then we're also going to actually cut out to scenes where you are back 4,400 years ago in the flood. You are watching the ark on the water. You're watching the world get destroyed. Um, so we have, I mean, everything in the kitchen sink in this film. And, uh, you know, it, you, you were uh, saying how much you loved Genesis. And I've been telling people that, man, if you love Genesis, you're going to love this just as much or more. This film is going to, you know, be absolutely spectacular. I think the synergy between the two films, I mean, to be able to take Genesis and prove that evolution is false and that the Bible is true is obviously already a fantastic evangelistic tool. And now to be able to show them that the earth is absolutely chocked full of evidence to prove to you that the flood really happened and that there's a coming judgment. Like I said, the synergy between these two movies is going to be exceptional. No, I'm, I'm beyond excited for it. And, you know, I, 
It's not coming out next week, but nonetheless, <laughs> we are excited for when it I does. It we'll, probably, we'll probably have to have you on again when oh, we're getting sure. closer to it. That'd be awesome because I'm sure there'll be, you know, I'm sure as you know, you're working on it, there'll be some great things that really stick out in your head that you want to share. And I think that would be, oh yeah, get people excited oh, about it when it comes come up. Hit me up a year from now, and it's going to be a very interesting story <laughs> on oh, so many man. levels. I, I know those <laughs> things go. We had a, a project that we just looked at the first full edit of it, and then for corrections on last Friday, and. We we thought oh we could be done with this you know real quick and it's been two years <laughs> so that we we know how that happened yep. um, especially I've worked on I I, I remember um, my my friend um, Kenda she she told me she she was helping me with the uh, crowdfunder she was an expert fundraiser on Genesis years ago and uh, I was already years into it and I knew it was going to be years before I finished it I think it was a total of like seven plus years. And she said, um, oh, don't feel bad, Ralph. You know, the research shows that the average Hollywood movie takes about seven to ten years from script to completion. And I was like, wow. But you know what? It does make sense, as you and I know. You know, you start on it and you always underestimate it. You always think, oh, this will be a piece of cake. Oh, no, I won't. I won't have any problems. And then Satan throws everything that he can at you. You know, stuff breaks down. I mean, just to shoot here. The footage is so beautiful, but what's heartbreaking is that one of the cameras, as it glides to get parallaxing in the shot, it the track it was on was jittering. And when you look at it in the viewfinder, you can't see it with your naked eye. But when you blow it up 5K on a big screen, it's literally like, and you're imagining in a movie theater, this is what people are going to see. We now have to spend a month just fixing that one thing. That's a month oh, the cool. film is set back, right? And stuff like that happens all the time, as you know. So it just never goes according to plan. But God is no, still good. No, yeah, I, I definitely understand that. But one of the important things, too, is, you know, and, and what I really lo love about Genesis Paradise Lost and what I'm sure I'll love also about Noah is the fact that, you are doing things with all your might, you know, whatever the Lord puts your hands, do with all your might, because you know what, there's no reason to let the world outclass us, you know, and in terms of, you know, the, the product that we're putting out and so forth. And, you know, I am not trying to put anyone down, but it's a reality, <laughs> right? Uh, I think yeah. uh, I, you know, I used to watch movies on pure flicks here and there and I'd mm -hmm. go, wow, this is really poorly done. And the acting's <laughs> But um, so I don't want to push anyone down. Hopefully I'm not being offensive here, but there is a reality of making sure that what we put out should be at the highest quality we possibly yes. can. Absolutely. And I agree. Myself, you know, even Alex Kendrick uh, said that um, he's the one behind Fireproof and yeah. Facing the Giants Courageous, um, Overcomer. Um, I helped him on that a little bit. That was cool. Um, you know, he said that uh, what we're trying to do with Genesis and Ark and whatnot is exceptionalism. You know, that's what we should be doing as, as believers is doing, you know, putting everything that we can into it. And like you said, it's not a knock to others, but what happened to the days? 
of Cecil B. DeMille, who was the James Cameron of his time, who is pioneering technology, who is making these epic movies that were Bible-themed movies, and they were box office like blowouts. Um, you know, he he really had an attitude of think big, dream big, push big, and you'll get something big. And you know, that's exactly what my attitude has really been modeled after. Is no. Our God is amazing. He can do anything. He owns the cattle on a thousand hill, as we all always say. But do we really put our faith where our mouths are? And I can tell you from personal experience, not because I'm great, but because of the faith that God has put in me, I've been able to, to, to say, Lord, I'm going to trust in you that you are going to provide and you're going to give us exactly what we need right when we need it. And we're going to think big and dream big and do big. And this film is no exception. There are with Genesis, it was the first 3D uh, faith based film. That means that in theaters, when people were watching it, you could see it in 3D. You can still get the 3D Blu-ray right now if you still have a 3D TV and watch it in 3D. That was a massive technological thing to do uh, for a, a faith-based film. Uh, and, and the arc, that's not, it's not going to be in 3D. 3D is kind of fizzling out a little bit. and We want to take the money and invest it into some better, you know, other, other places. But what it does have is I was pushing the envelope with Genesis and I'll be pushing the envelope with arc and some other ways that I can't really share just yet, or I'd be giving some stuff away, but <laughs> it is, beyond in some respects the the scope of what we can even do and yet we like always have the faith that god will help us just like he did with genesis it was beyond the scope but i knew lord you'll help me get there and he did and he's doing it right now this crowdfunder my goodness the, the other crowdfunders i've done have been for $150,000 to help us get it going this time, my uh, friends, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ encouraged me, uh, Janet, Dan, others, they were like, you know, go, go for 250, you know, let's, you know, get a quarter million to start this thing. And I'm like, I don't know, it's, it's COVID. It, it's, you know, a lot of things are, are, are different now and the economy and, uh, but uh, okay, you know, and there were times when I was really toying around with uh, the Indiegogo thing, like, you know, like I change it to one and then I'd click save before, before it was released, you know, before it went live. And then I'd go back and be, I'd change it to two and I click save again, you know, and it was just like, I got, I got to have faith. I got to have faith that God can do this. And the crowdfunder gets launched. This was about 60 days ago. It's still live now, has seven days left on it. And, you know, it was just, it was trickling in. And I was like, oh, Lord, oh, boy, is this going to be my first failure, Lord? Like, what, what are you going to do here? You know, I have faith. I have faith that this is going to work, you know. And we got to somewhere I want to say around the mid midpoint. And all of a sudden, we get a $150,000 donation on top of the crowdfunder. And oh. now, looking at the projection of where the crowdfunder is going to end in seven days, we could very easily hit the last $100,000, where I think we're only like, a, I think we're about 31000 away from that, which is only like, what, 12, 
percent or whatever of our total goal left to raise amazing i mean like god's doing that and he does it with the film he does it with the technology that comes out right before the film i could give you so many examples of how sometimes it would be the month that i'm working on something and the the application or the software or the hardware would just come out for me to be able to use it to get that thing done and this movie from the the conception to the crowdfunder to making it i just see once again god working and i got to tell you it's the most amazing thing to know something in your head is possible and true but to actually live it out with god to actually watch him do it i would liken it to uh, you know uh, dare i say when god parted the sea for moses right like god telling him to do something and trust in him and then to actually witness something like that happen. I mean, you would, I mean, you have to, you know, imagine if you're really there and just be like, oh my goodness, <laughs> you know? And that's how this movie feels. It's how all of it feels. And it's not because I'm special. I believe any believer can live this way. Any believer can do this. God has given us amazing power and tools and resources. So, you know, that's what I'm trying to live out. And uh, this movie is just, it's practically making itself. It's amazing to watch it play out. I am beyond excited, not only for those who have not yet seen Genesis Paradise Lost, but for those who will see the Ark and the Darkness, Noah's Flood, because this is so important. And Ralph, I want to thank you so much for, for coming on and, and also just sharing, you know, what your heart is to want to see people come to Christ and it's so cool because you're talking about raising money, you know, and so many people will be like, oh, people are always asking for money. Guys, we're not here peddling a prosperity gospel. That's not it at all. But the reality is, is people will go and, you know, they, they just went, you know, for Christmas or whatever. And yeah, why not get two different things at the pink store or whatever this and don't <laughs> have a single thing to say about it. But then they're like, oh, giving 10 bucks to this crowdfunder. You know, I really got to pray about that one. You know, and it's like sometimes the priorities we have to recognize, wait a second. Do you believe in the mission of the gospel that's going to be taking place through Ralph and the rest of the ministry you guys are doing? And if you do, do you want to put your money where your mouth is that you're not? We should be praying for them, but also saying, hey, there are things. And trust me, we know it takes money to get these things done to get them out. And then you can make the best film in the world, but if you can't market it and have no way to put it out, nobody's going to watch it. And so it, it does take time. And I want people to recognize that. And it is a blessing. So I wanted to just say, thank you so much for the work you're doing. Thank you for doing it to your, the best of your ability as we've talked about. Cause I think that is really, really important. You know, we talk about, you know, worship as a community, we should worship but I remember, you know, reading through First and Second Chronicles and it telling us that the worship leader, they were chosen by their talents, you know. And so it is important to make sure that when people are chosen to do something and God's working in them, that they do it to the best of their ability. So I want to thank you, Ralph, for doing that and staying fervent for the gospel and uh, just such a blessing. I want to thank you for coming on the Good Fight Radio Show. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and let me close by uh, challenging the listeners to, you know, we're brothers and sisters obviously watching this. And I would say it, it reminds me uh, one time I was at a, a young um, adult ministry uh, group um, meeting and we were at a table and um, we we're going around and, and uh, I don't remember how the discussion came up, but I think it was talking about talents and how God's using us. And I had said to the, the, the table, which had a couple of the leaders sitting there with me, I said to them, I really believe that God 
you know, gave me 10 talents, not one, not five, but 10. And I, and I know that to whom, you know, much is given, much will be required. Mm-hmm. And that's not a Spider-Man line. That's biblical. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I said to them this. And one of them, it was a, it was a guy and a gal leading, and, and and the guy looks over at the girl, and he kind of looks at her, and he kind of like smirks in this kind of like a, a a cute way, like oh what a what a, what a you know he look he's boasting in himself, but it, but he means well, and I and I saw I sensed that this was happening, and I looked at them and I said no, you don't understand, you are too. Anybody in America, it's not because Ralph is a talented artist, anybody in America and other countries, let's face it, if you're watching this video, then you have infrastructure, you have the internet, you have the means, you have a computer, an expensive computer that you're watching this through, right? We are, if you look at world history, the fact that we get to have baths and showers and hot meals and air conditioning, we're the kings and queens of history, right? We have resources that are incredible. And my challenge to you would be that if you're watching this, you have 10 talents too. So let's take advantage of what really is a crisis and let's evangelize like never before because people are ready and eager to hear it. You know, we talked about this, I think, a little bit before the show and a little bit at the beginning, but we are in a time now where people are coming up to me and they're saying, you know, Ralph, I I never really took the Bible seriously. I never really took God seriously, but man, I feel like what I'm seeing is some end time stuff here. I feel like, you know, Christians have been talking about this kind of stuff happening for, you know, for decades now. I'm I'm starting to, I'm getting scared. I want to read. I want to understand what's going on, you know, and I mean, they're poised, they're ready. So brothers and sisters watching, you know, you just like me, uh, you're a 10 talent, get out there, use it all and take advantage of this opportunity in this crisis right now to be able to share that Jesus Christ is the way. So that's how I'd like to close out. (laughs) I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the Good Fight Radio Show. God bless you. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll-free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.